Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, the juggler Murgatroyd. How is, uh, you have anything going on? No, I'm just chilling. No, I've been uh, just kicked back, relaxing, mm. you know, eating bonbons. Relax control. Why is it always bonbons? freaking bonbons? Have you ever eaten a bonbon? Yeah, they're amazing. Are they ice cream or are they chocolate? Like I'm confused. They're both. That's what makes them amazing. It's like uh, a Reese's. Uh, well, it's not like a Reese's. It's like, it's a bonbon, you know? It's got, it's vanilla, it's a, but the best is strawberry. A strawberry bonbon. When you go to the grocery store today, pick up a strawberry box of not box. They're they're in a nice container. Okay, but I can't. Listen, this we're, is a lot. We're on a bit the on we're a bit on a tangent here. What are we talking about today? You have no idea because I just dragged you in, and I'm going to tell everybody what we're talking about today. We recently did a podcast, and the podcast was on a topic that I have been struggling with, and the topic is how much money is enough. And the podcast that we did has hit, has been um, really well received, and I always know it's a, a good one or it lands uh, with people when um, there's engagement and there's been a lot of um, shares and messages and questions um, around it. So I'm going to allow this one to sort of serve uh, in the feed here as a follow up to the last one. So for those of you that didn't listen to it, I strongly recommend you listen to the episode previous to this. But if you're like me and you're never going to do that, then I would suggest... <laughs> no, it's worthwhile going back to the last Friday to listen because we talked about, you know, Rob always needing a new hill to climb and that hill is always business. And so I challenged him for the first 10 months that we're in Italy, what if the hill to climb was life? And so it's worth going back to listen to that as the warm up for this one. And if you're like me and you're not going to do that, then um, take what Kim had to say 
uh, and filter it through the lens of what we're going to talk about as a part two. So there's two pieces that I want to cover here. Piece number one is how I visualize and manifest things because I think it's super um, relevant to this topic. And then thing number two is how things have shifted as a result of that. And I'll explain what I mean uh, by both in just a second. So the way I visualize is in the morning, I write maybe, I don't know, a paragraph or so. And every morning I continually write what it is, the vision that I'm working on. So whatever it is that I'm after. So the last vision that we were working on was around Italy. So the story I was telling is, you know, I wake up and, you know, walk through the cobblestone streets of Italy and I hear the ringing bells and blah, 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 right? I get a really, really clear visual. Once I get that done, and it generally takes me about a month of mornings, maybe 15, 20 minutes each morning to reread it and say, mm, that doesn't really move me. Or, you know, sometimes you write because you want it to be like grammatically correct and you want it to be like a beautiful, beautiful prose, but it's not moving. Once it moves me to the point where I can get that little tingly feeling on the back side of my neck, like, oh, this is, this is something I really fucking want to do. Then when I get that whole page in, then I'll usually do some kind of cutout, right? I'll make some kind of vision board of what it looks like so I can have a visual representation. Those two pieces have been the magic formula for me to accelerate manifestation. Having those two things, if I come up with a two to five year goal with it, it happens within six months. It's really fucking freaky. So consider that. The second part of it is what Kim said. And I want to read something to you that I'm beginning to write the next vision uh, of, you know, what the vision looked, because the first vision was like, just to get our ass to Italy and what that looked like in the story of being in Italy. But now the, uh, the second part is, well, what's life going to be like living there? And what is it that I'm looking for? So to Kim's point of her challenge, I'm thinking about that challenge and I'm thinking about what it looks like. So this is the first draft of a quick paragraph. I'll likely change it 20 times, but I want you to hear it and go through this process with me. I set a goal to hit a to hit $650,000 in income and challenge myself not to move that target in any way over Sophia's school year and instead go all in on life. I spend a limited amount of time each day ensuring that my financial goal was on track and the remainder of my time, energy and focus on life itself. Like chapters in a book, I journal about the new experiences that I'm having. I went all in on being a better husband and father and learned about art and language, to name a few things. So the idea is to first put it down onto paper and then second to that, start visualizing what that looks like. So it occurred to me with that long preamble, it occurred to me that if somebody wants to adopt this same strategy and their number is, I want to make $100,000 this year, or maybe somebody's number is, I want to make $3 million this year. And they've quantified harshly why they've been able to substantiate why, 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 what are exactly will you do with that money? Not I want 3 million because it's a nice number, but if I have 3 million, I'm going to buy this and then I'm going to buy that and I'm going to buy this, okay? Because with every dollar you make, 
there's a price that you pay in terms of your time, energy, and bandwidth to be able to work to do it. So you have to quantify it. Otherwise, it's just a bullshit goal that you have in your head. Okay. It occurred to me that when I think of the $650,000 number, when I was writing that vision, I said, okay, well, what am I going to do with it? Well, I'm going to work a couple of hours a day making sure I'm on track. And then once I'm on track, I'm going to pull my focus off of it. I'm going to put my focus onto all the other areas of life. But then it occurred to me that if somebody is listening to this and they're working 12 hours a day, they don't have that luxury. They don't have the luxury to be able to work a few hours on this $650,000 goal. So if I were listening to me five years ago, and I, and I would have been in that situation five years ago thinking, okay, great. I know what my number is. My number is a half a million dollars a year, but I, I can't, the second part of it is now, now that you know what the number is, go all in on those other areas of your life. Well, they got a roadblock. And they're saying, I can't do that because I'm working. I, get, I leave my house, you know the story, right? I leave my house at six o'clock. I get to work at seven. I don't leave the office until seven. And then I come home, like it's that shit, right? So when I unwind it and say, well, why am I able to do it now? And the answer to that question comes down to probably three major things. Thing number one is we made a decision to go all in on network marketing while we were working. And that decision wasn't easy because we had to work and we were flying around the country doing events and going to, you know, trainings and all of that stuff. But what it did was it set up a quasi form of passive income that um, has served us to this day. In fact, if we don't want to work and do anything, we have that money coming in and it will support us. So number one was network marketing. Check. Number two, I, we made a decision to say, what is something that we love, we're good at, and we can get paid for? And that answer became, I love doing interviews, we love traveling, and masterminds are becoming very, very hot for, for obvious reasons. When you put a bunch of entrepreneurs together, they brainstorm, collaborate, and they get excited about it. And we put together what I believe is the world's best mastermind for entrepreneurs. They're amazing bucket list experiences. So you can go check that out with workhardplayhardpodcast.com if you want to see what they look like. And the third piece we're putting together now, and that is we are opening up e-commerce stores. And I'm not going to go into what that is now on this podcast, but essentially they are a cross between Amazon slash Walmart stores that will, will be uh, running in an automated way so that you can make an automated income. Now that's a super, it's a super simple explanation and there's much, much more to that story. But the point is, that is the third piece of automated income that we're setting up. All of these things didn't come all at once. The network marketing was not all at once. That was years and it's still going. Like we're talking three, four, five years, right? The work hard, play hard mastermind that we came up with, we're talking another four years. And now e-commerce stores, I'm sure it's going to be another three to four years. What do you mean by, I'm not understanding the three to four years? That if somebody's listening to this and going, okay, I'm going to go into network marketing. I'm going to create my own thing. And that I am after that, I'm going to do e-commerce stores. It's too overwhelming 
to do all simultaneously. Well, but, and and I, let me say this, because that was, by the way, beautiful, mm-hmm. all of that. And I appreciate the hindsight on someone listening going, yeah, but I have X, right? And how do I get to there? And being able to give them the tools. He's giving you our tools. That doesn't mean you have to do those same things. In fact, I don't recommend it. You have to go and stay in your lane, right? So for us, having multiple streams of income has always been the plan. We've been working on that for as long as I've been with Rob. Like we have had many, many businesses selling things over time and just trying to find the one that hit. And we tried ebooks and courses and all of those things early in our career. 2000, I mean, talking 2006 to 2014, we were trying all of those things. And we had some success with some, but nothing that ever replaced the income from the day job, from having the clinic, the medical office. And the first one that we brought in was network marketing because you don't have to create a product. You have the support of a company and you have the support of a team. And if you find the right product and the right comp plan and you actually do the work every single day and treat it like a business, like any other business, like a business you have overhead you will be successful in it. And you can be successful because it's a duplicatable business. And that gave us the financial foundation for us to sell the clinic and for Rob to then say, okay, I'm no longer doing two jobs. So we were effectively doing two jobs, right? We had the, the clinic and we had network marketing. Once network marketing was able to pay our bills and let the clinic be sold and move on, then you entered into doing the mastermind. And that's when that came in. So now we had network marketing and the mastermind. And between those two, we've now built up income to be able to purchase the e-commerce stores. And so this is how we're adding the multiple streams of income out of the gate. So there's a lot of options for people out there to be able to create the freedom because the whole point of this is If you've figured out what your number is, but you're a slave 12 hours a day to that number, you're not able to take action on the climbing the hill of life necessarily. And so, listen, this is about time and money. So that's why we've made the choices to go into things like virtual masterminds, online programs, um, network marketing, because those things are things we can do on our own schedule. So if I need to be somewhere with Sophia, I don't have to be at work. If I want to pick up and move to Italy, we can do that. Like those, you, you have two things, right? You're always negotiating time and money, time and money, time and money. And so if you're finding that what the situation we were in is we had money. Our medical clinic did really well. We had a great life, but we didn't have time. And so we created these businesses that create somewhat passive income for us and also businesses that we love doing and that give us time freedom. We created those by design to alleviate the time component that we were missing and to provide us the income we needed. And so when you look at what we've built, know that a few things, like I've seen people try to throw out masterminds but they didn't have the, you know, five to 10 years of experience and connections that Rob did to do what he's doing. And so maybe that's not your jam, but maybe you're an expert in something else that you can do. Or maybe you want to take a slightly easier path and not come up with a product in a business and, and all of that 
and have it flop, but you want to just plug into network marketing on something you're passionate about, there are options here. And so if you're finding yourself lacking in the time or the time and money, like that's the the sweetness of life. They should call La Dolce Vita the sweetness of the balance between time and money because you need enough money to do the things you want to do and you need the time to actually do them. So you need both. And that's what we've been able, that's the combination lock that we've been able to unlock. And now moving into the next chapter of our life is allowing us to climb the hill of life. Yeah. I remember talking to a flight attendant once and uh, I was like, oh, God, this has got to be incredible. Like you get to, you love travel, you get to fly around the world and you know, you have people paying for your hotels and stuff. She said, yeah, but when I order room service, I order a, a, a container of yogurt because that's that's all I can afford um, on my salary. And I'm doing it, you know, in the most beautiful locations in the world because I have no money. So what I what I wanted this podcast to do, if you are the one that is in that category where perhaps you don't have as many hours as you need or you don't have the automation set up, whatever it is that you're considering, whether it's network marketing or doing a course or whatever you want to do to, to make it, I want you to consider making sure that what you're coming up with is going to be the thing that allows you the, through automation, allows you the time, freedom, and the money to be able to, to be able to make this work. For example, when I think about network marketing, that was something that we truly were able to do in the pockets of our day. When I think of my masterminds, most of the planning I did was whenever I had time to just open a laptop and dream about where I would love to take them next. And then when I decide where that is, what I'd love to do there, et cetera. And then, you know, write some social media posts around it. But there wasn't any hours that I had to like go into my office at nine o'clock to do. When I think about setting up these e-commerce stores, yeah, they require setup. They require a financial commitment. But once they're up and running, there's a limited amount of time. And now the next thing that we're going to be looking at is we're looking into different options with real estate. So real estate is going to allow us, you know, you, you buy that, you buy the piece of real estate and you've got money coming in, right? It doesn't, it doesn't require that much time. So all of the things that are allowing us, it's like there's two parts to this, right? It's the things that allow the money and then forcing yourself when you've determined what enough looks like to go in on the other things in life that are of value. So there's there's multiple moving pieces. But to we're this. not taking the time suck projects and that's our personal cho- choice. And we talked about this on the last episode where there are some people that want to build the billion dollar business that takes 12 to 18 hours a day to create and, and that's what they choose to do. And that's fine. That's not what we're choosing to do because we have always put our life before our money. And maybe that didn't serve us or maybe it did, you know, because there's a lot of our friends that have these big businesses look to us to help them balance the the, the life between working all the time and actually enjoying the fruit of their labor. Really, to be honest, I'm really kind of tired of a few things. I'm tired of the people thinking that they're not good enough because they don't have enough they're not a big enough success. Like I'm tired of people not feeling enough because they don't have that and feeling like they have to kill themselves to get there, to prove whatever to whoever that doesn't give a shit in the beginning. Like 
I'm tired of that story because there's so many people that are putting all of this pressure on themselves to become an influencer and to make money and to do all these things when, yes, money is super important, but there are ways to do it that don't suck the life out of you. And there are so many burnt out entrepreneurs that just can't do another day and are quitting because they, they've they had the life sucked out of them because social media is mean. And that's how people are, are selling their products. Like, I want to, when I look at our evolution, Rob, what started in the online marketing world where social media didn't exist yet, right? Mm -hmm. We started in blogs and keyword domination and all of that. And then social media came and then we're selling in social media. I love where we're going, where what we're about to start doing has nothing to do with social media Mm. and selling digitally because it's it's not the competition. It's the amount of time that that sucks away. It's the amount of content creation. I mean, how long can that go on? If you love it and you're a content creator and this is like fueling you and you're getting rewarded, great. But again, the time, the amount of time it takes to make a TikTok <laughs> for some people is an entire day. Yeah, And it's one TikTok that leads to what? Likes. Most, most people that are getting all of these likes and that are TikTok influencers haven't figured out how to monetize. And so they're going on and they're they're asking people to PayPal them. Yeah. Like it's crazy to me. So there, I feel like there's so much pressure on people to create this income through their so-called passion project that they're grinding out, burning out, and they're not making money. And so we're selectively choosing what we're going after based on how much time is it going to take and how much money is it going to take? Because we had a great idea to take work hard, play hard to the corporate world and to start doing corporate trips and to sell corporate trips and build an entire company around corporate incentive travel using work hard, play hard as as the basis. That would have taken so much of your time. That would have been 12-hour days. That would have taken staff, endless staff, endless organizing, you would be traveling around the country half the year trying to sell HR directors on it. Like, would it be successful? Absolutely. You would knock it out of the park with that. But it doesn't, it just puts you right back into the time suck. And that's not what we're willing to do anymore because we want to climb the hill of life. All right. So I will leave you with this. You are not your results. Somebody told me that the other day and that was really, really impactful for me. All of this about what you want to do with your life and where you want to go and how much money you make. These are all about results, but you are not your results. You are all of the other areas of your life. Uh, you know, when we talk about results, a lot of times we're talking about business, right? How much money you made? What was it? What was your result in the third quarter? What was your result at the end of the year? Those are the things because they're quantifiable, but the results we're looking for are results that are in other areas of your life. Well, that's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 